Hello and welcome to my podcast. My name is Diego Nellis Tapia and as always, I hope you're having a great goddamn day. So yesterday I read the second chapter of Tatema Dame and if you haven't checked that out yet, I want you to stop this episode right now and go back and hear it out. Now, I may not be a professional voice actor and I'm not the best with accents, but uh, you know, I just I did the best trying to make bring my characters to life, you know. So that, that's what matters, the effort. That being said, I wanted to dissect the chapter's main plot points and give you guys some background information on how I brought it to life. So let's get right down to it. Maury Sutherland and the Bigger Picture. The chapter begins not with the con- continuation uh, on Adam's journey, but we, be- we we it's an introduction to a new character, Maury Sutherland. So after her confrontation with Jackson Lee, the reader learns of her true identity, Anna, and we learned why she chose to enter the speakeasy Nadius. She's looking for the person who killed her lover. So, okay, you might be asking yourself, why do I bother to focus on her? Why do I open up her, her, her story? Well, to answer that, you have to look at the bigger picture. On one end, the Tim Dame is a story on how Adam Bosch and Antonia met. On the other end, the book is sort of a prequel that shows how the events in Void came to be. If you recall, if you've been listening to, to this podcast, uh, Void is the story of a man venturing through space and time in order to try and bring his wife back from the dead. In Void, there's three trials. And one of those trials is set in Los Angeles during the 1940s, nearly two decades after the, the shit that goes down to Tama Dame. So now I'm not going to spoil anything for you guys, of course, but Maury's story, a.k.a. Anna, is just one layer of the bigger picture. I'll have an episode where I dedicate an entire 10 or so minutes talking about the connection between Tatema Dame and Void. Nevertheless, I mentioned in one of my previous episodes that the confrontation between her and Jackson Lee was heavily inspired by the confrontation in Batman Begins, where Carmine Falcone gives Bruce Wayne a brutal reality check by telling him these words. (coughs) Now, you think because your mommy and your daddy got shot, you know about the ugly side of life. But you don't. You've never tasted desperate. Adding on to that, um, another slight inspiration for this for this scene in the chapter was the cafe scene in Inglorious Bastards with Hans Landa and Shoshana. In the film, Shoshana is a Jewish woman who had her family killed by Hans Landa's men. One day, though, she ends up crossing paths with Hans at a cafe in France, and this is where her dilemma is similar to Anna's in Tatamadame. See... Though their confrontations are different, what they share is their fear of being exposed by either Jackson or Hans, brilliant and intimidating men who are in total control of the situation. Anywho, uh, uh, another thing I took away from Inglorious Bastards and applied to Tatema Dame was its sharp dialogue. Because this book is plot-driven and short, I handled it more like a Hollywood film. Therefore, I needed the dialogue to be concise and quick. To do this, I avoided describing any action that was unnecessary or any thought from the main character of the scene, Anna, that didn't seem appropriate. I didn't begin to give information about Anna until she was exposed by Jackson and felt defeated. Only when her body posture sunk did I feel it was appropriate for me to share her thoughts. 
and even that I kept short so I wouldn't take away from the tension from the dialogue between her and Jackson Lee. You know, I'm thinking about um, how I've been writing Void now, uh, and I'm starting to go to, starting to like just focus on one chapter is told through this perspective of one one character, and I do. I mean, that's just that's how books. That's the main advantage books have over uh, TV shows and films. You can really delve into them, the uh, characters psych you know you, you get to know exactly what it is they're thinking exactly what it is they're feeling and now that i fully embrace this oh my god am i loving it but and even that being said you know there are moments in a chapter in, in void where according to the it's really when it comes down to action scenes uh where like i'll shift from one's perspective to the other that's really when i do it in within a chapter and in void, it's slower paced, so we focus on one 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 uh, one character. But you know, as I mentioned with Tatum and Dame, because it's just so so fast paced and so similar to a film, I had I had to rely on um, just changing from point one point of view to another. Anyway, I, it's just just the thought that popped up. Uh, anyway, let's get back to the to 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 the, to the chapter. So. This is more, more, uh, no, I'm sorry. Anna scene ends and she goes off on her own, given instructions by Jackson Lee, which, well, I can't talk about that anymore. Right. I'm like getting ahead of myself. That's it. I won't say any more about Anna. She, she, she has to, uh, instructions from Jackson Lee. There you go. And so we, we go over to Adam's point of view. And when we shift to his point of view, Alexi comes out to play, and a lot of big plot points happen. For one, Alexi delivers a speech that calls for the end of Samuel Dawson's reign. This, of course, doesn't leave everyone in the audience happy. Among those who are left fuming are Frederick Ward and the Netherwood brothers, particularly Thomas Netherwood. These are two plot points that we followed in the next upcoming chapters. So I want to discuss the look and feel I had going for the chapter, which is all set in the private sector of Nadia's. The big sources of inspiration I based the setting off was Mad Men, Babylon Berlin, and Bioshock. In my talk about the first chapter, I went on about Mad Men and its first episode. I mentioned just how much I love the look of it and how <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> how cool uh, Don Draper looked smoking and drinking it made me want to do the same thing, right? Just go off and just grab some highness. <laughs> <laughs> which ladies, Heines means ladies in Spanish. Babylon Berlin, a noir German TV show set in the 1920s, had the same vibe that Mad Men have, had a lot of, lot, lot of smoking going around. And in the show, Babylon Berlin, the two main characters, the commissioner and his sidekick Charlotte, would always frequent a cafe where they would eat and smoke and drink as they discussed the case of the day, all while, of course, looking totally fucking cool. And Bioshock, the video game, is set in an underwater city named Rapture during 1960. Now, before Rapture turned into a living hell, uh, it was a flourishing city that had the same vibe of Mad Men. But you know, I'd go even as far as saying that it was even fancier. So I combined all these favorite source three three sources and created the setting for Nadia's pri private sector. So Nadia's it's as fancy as Rapture was before its demise. 
and like Babylon Berlin, it's a place many frequent where they mix business and pleasure. Unlike Mad Men, smoke fills the entire room and gets in everyone's eyes. All right, so favorite scene that uh, I like to uh, to write. But uh, in in these favorite, I'll, I'll be talking about my favorite scenes. They they'll either contain something serious or something crass. Today, like the the <laughs> the first chapter, it's something crass. Now, if you've been keeping up with all my episodes, you shouldn't be surprised that my favorite scene in this chapter contains my favorite character, Alexi. It's when he makes his grand entrance. He stops the fight that's about to go down between Adam Bosch and Frederick Ward, and then he delivers a show as he tries to, to uh, fight, find the right man to give him a light for his cigarette. He slaps one man across the face, a senator. He denies them ad- uh, many, many other men when he sits on the lap of a young woman. And then he sets his eyes on Adam Bosch and walks towards him like a burlesque dancer, soon sitting on his lap and facing him. I, fuck, I just I love that. I loved how uncomfortable he made Adam feel. And... You know, Adam. He again. He he couldn't. He can't do anything. He can't do anything to stop him. So you know, I'm, I'm thinking back on on this favorite scene and the my my favorite scene from the first chapter. And I've se- I'm beginning to see a pattern. I like bold and confident characters that take charge. In the last chapter, Adam gets violently frisked by a female Russian bodyguard. In this chapter, he's at the full mercy of, of Alexei's antics. You know, I guess as I'm thinking about it, my own behavior, I do like to do the same thing. I like to take charge and I like to make people uncomfortable for my own amusement. Now, I do this with friends, of course. I don't do this with fucking strangers. With strangers, I'm, I'm a totally different person. You know, I'm super private. You just, I don't want people to approach me. But when, when I'm with friends, my wild side comes out a little bit, my naughty side. And I, I just... Yeah. <laughs> so, of course, it's no surprise that, you know, I would be attracted to, to characters that, that take this trait of mine to extreme measures. All right. So that's it for today, folks. First off, as always, I want to thank you for listening. It really means the world. If you like the episode, feel free to share it and spread the word. To Tame and Dame is available to order on my website, VentureStame-Dreamer.com. I'll show, I'll show. There should be a link in the description of the episode that will take you straight to the Amazon Barnes & Noble page that will let you order it. It's on YouTube in the description. It's on Spotify in the description. It should be on the other Apple and Stitcher in, uh, in the description. Second, stay tuned for the next episode. I'll be reading the next chapter of Tatama Dame, which will be titled From Russia Without Love. So until then, as always, I wish you nothing but the best, and I hope you have a great day. Thank you.